0: Good morning, everyone. On this beautiful, beautiful spring day, <laughs> I my name is Anne Fletcher. I'm chair of East Shore's Minister Search Committee. Uh, use she/her pronouns. And today's the day. <laughs> Ten months ago, your search committee members, Dave Baumgart, Martin Cox, Lita Hamilton, Julie Heisey, Connie Hernley, David Langrock, and I were charged with finding a minister who would be a good match for East Shore. We felt a mixture of excitement and challenge, as well as a bit daunted at this huge responsibility. We strove to become the most loving and functional team we could be. We identified the multiple facets of our congregation by talking with the members and staff, getting input on surveys, cottage meetings, focus groups, and reflecting on our history, our current state, and our dreams for the future. Then we coalesced that identity into documents that prospective ministers could review. Ministers in search who thought East Shore might be a good fit for them sent their documents to us, and the discernment began. Through the initial interviews and into our pre-candidating weekends, we became acquainted with many wonderful ministers. And during that time, one candidate kept emerging again and again for us. This minister was uniquely loving, deeply spiritual, an inclusive community builder, and an active promoter of social justice. Does that sound familiar to you? It sounded to us like East Shore's mission. It's practice love, explore spirituality, build community, and promote justice. In addition, this minister was exceedingly warm, Expertly communicative, broadly learned, collaborative, hardworking, had degrees and experience in both law and ministry, and lived with her amazing and gracious mother. (laughs) It was right in the front row there. We knew this candidate would be attractive to other churches as well, and we could not be guaranteed that any certain minister would choose us. Because of this, the UUA ministerial search system wisely recommends keeping an open mind to several possible good fits until final discernment. This was hard, but we did. Although it is a strenuous and lengthy process, we believe it helps both search teams and ministers become more confident of their choices. And this was true for us as we built our relationship with the candidate before we made a final decision. Finally, in late March, we were exhilarated to learn that our top choice (laughs) had also... Chosen us. (laughs) Since then, we have continued to work closely and build even more connections. And based on all that we know and love about eShore and about all that we love and know about our candidate and with our strongest recommendation, we offer to you for our next settled minister, Reverend Dr. Maria Cristina Vlasidis-Bergoa, better known to us as Reverend Maria Cristina.
1: And I'll begin with the words of Bill Hooks. Love is the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another spiritual growth. Love is as love does. Love is an act of will, namely both intention and an action. As Unitarian Universalists, we don't take religion very seriously sometimes. In fact, most people are more comfortable identifying with being spiritual, or none of the above, rather than calling ourselves religious. Spiritual connotes a more open and individual way of experiencing the mysteries of life and the universe, while religion Conjures up dogma, religious institutions, and rigid creeds. Many of us being refugees of religions whose tenets denied our inherent worth and dignity understandably take distance. And some of us cringe at the mention of religion, of God, even the term church. They're loaded with different meanings, right? I want to remind us this morning that religion comes from the Latin religare. Religare, which means to bind together, to hold together again. And therein lies the key in the definition. Again and again. This definition is evocative of religion as conducive to bringing people together not to divide us. Like most religious traditions, Unitarian Universalism centers love in the shape and expression of social justice. This is religion at its best, right? It nourishes community. It gives us strength and purpose. It values relationship building. It cares for the suffering. It practices love and breaks through labels and divisions, embracing and welcoming everyone to the table. Rooted in this tradition, Unitarian Universalism offers us not dogma, but values and principles that are alive and that we are encouraged to practice every day again and again. We are encouraged to show up when people most need our support and solidarity, to practice good deeds, not creeds. And we are invited into covenantal relationship, to be bound together again and again in the name of love. My grandmother Rosario, my mother Lily, and I left our country, Chile, and arrived in the United States when I was 16 years old. We were fleeing a horrific military dictatorship that forced us to migrate. As traumatic as this experience was, it was also an opportunity for us to reimagine and recreate home and renew hope for the future. Learning a new language, a new culture, while navigating the challenges of being a teenager Taught me to be resilient and adaptable, to value and be proud of my cultural heritage. I learned to reach out and develop friendships with people from all walks of life, even when I didn't speak their language. As a Unitarian Universalist walking into a new church, sometimes I can feel that same feeling of a new landscape, having to learn a new language, a new culture. So it's when I want to bring my best and whole self that I look for the welcoming table. As a Unitarian Universalist, I have been encouraged to reaffirm and to bring with me the best of my Catholic, indigenous, and earth-centered spiritual practices, which are all rooted in liberation theology. Entering into new communities has made me aware of how important it is to widen the circle and extend the welcome table in my heart. Just like that story, The Day You Begin... May we remember when we step into a new room that we are wonderful, that we are unique, that we are human and perfectly imperfect, as Mary Poppins would say. I am reminded that that welcome table includes me and it includes also the people who have not yet arrived. And that is our challenge. How do you prepare a welcome table when you don't know who's going to show up, right? So, I believe that to one extent or another, we all have experienced something akin to being in a new country, having to learn a new language and adapting and reimagining family and home we've experienced some kind of crisis or significant loss. Sometimes we have felt all alone, arriving at a place that might not look so friendly, afraid of losing home and family and leaving behind the familiar. When that experience is exacerbated by racism, homophobia, transphobia, classism, ableism, and or xenophobia, it can break us, right? It can traumatize and wound us forever. It can make us feel isolated, especially when it happens in our own communities, in our own churches, among people we trust and love. And... And it can also break us open, break us open to the new, to the challenge of welcoming those who are not yet here and of opening up to being welcomed in the way that people know best. When it happens, that moment when we step in, in our courageous to become part of a new community, to say yes, and to be vulnerable and risk, showing ourselves just as we are. That experience makes injuries visible as well as joys and hopes. It demands accountability and it opens up the path to authentic healing, individually and collectively. I know that I have been broken, open, by love, time and time again. And I have chosen this, our liberal religious tradition, again and again, to mend that broken heart and to keep showing up when it counts. We are a chosen faith existing within a spectrum of rationalism and evangelical roots. Or as Paul Razor puts it, we are a liberal faith without certainty. Which reminds me of Pima Chodron, who says, how do we live with uncertainty? How do we move forward really not knowing the end result? It is the path. It is the shared journey. That's the work. Among us, we have such a wide and wonderful diversity and understanding of God, the divine, Jesus, prayer, miracles, faith, and even the term church. We teach our children to visit neighboring faiths, and so they can develop as spiritual seekers, experience the freedom to explore, and to choose for themselves that particular religious or spiritual tradition that resonates with them, or choose none at all. In the book Proverbs of Ashes by Reverend Rebecca Parker, she writes, My grandmother approached religion like hemming a skirt. She taught me to make the stitches strong enough To be visible from the outside. The lesson was clear. Don't believe anything unless you can see that it is stitched together well. In many ways, Unitarian Universalism brings us together like a quilt. In Spanish, the term is arpillera. Arpillera, the quilt made of our life stories, of our diverse spiritual practices stitched together by many hands. Some UU churches will physically appear more Christian than others with stained-glass windows depicting biblical passages and images of Christ and angels, while others will be beautifully stripped of any symbol that might make one religious tradition appear more important then another, bringing in nature. I have imagined myself in this pulpit. In my prayers, I have sent up gratitude in anticipation of standing here before you while the trees have my back. Some UU worship services constantly quote from scripture, while others, the beautiful poetry of Mary Oliver, or the prose of Audre Lorde, which have become our sacred texts and our own way of praying. Our sermons might be heavily influenced by science or politics and or our lived experience. They might resemble a college lecture or invite people into deep, silent meditation followed by communion. UU services can be quite an adventure. And I believe that what brings us together here is our quest for meaning and the need to be in community, to build together the proverbial welcoming table where we can all bring our whole selves to find, to share, and to practice unconditional love. Because we need one another when we are in pain, when we face the death of a loved one, when illness weakens our bodies, when our families are torn apart, when we feel lost, unhappy, without a purpose, when we need some support for our sobriety, when we need someone to encourage us to leave an abusive relationship, when we cannot face evil alone and need one another to restore our faith and restore our hope for ourselves, for our families, for our nation. We come together ultimately to hold each other and lift each other up to bring joy back into our lives. This right here is where we find the light of the world. This right here is where we are reconnected, bound together in love. Our theology opens ourselves up to the mysteries of the universe, to the beauty of each other's richly diverse spiritual journeys, to embodied worship that includes all our feelings and offers us a religion where covenantal relationship means we see the divine in ourselves and each other. We may not always be successful in building the welcoming table and practicing radical hospitality and unconditional love, because it's a practice like breathing. We try and try again. With humility, With devotion, with unconditional love and hope, we try and try again. Love, like the divine, is a verb and a practice, a daily one, a moment by moment one. We are encouraged to look within and to pay attention to the margins, to the borders, to the people who have not yet arrived In seminary, we learned this thing called hermeneutics of suspicion, and we learned about liberation theology. We learned to read between the lines and find the lost voices, the voices of the women, the voices of the oppressed. We learned to bring into the picture the forgotten ones. We went beyond intellectual curiosity and learned to privilege the actual experience and the suffering of the people living through oppression. There we found the presence of God, of the divine. Yes, amen to that, baby. You get me. Yes, amen and hallelujah for that. Thank you. we learned that religion and justice and the divine are all active verbs in a daily practice, working together to tear up oppression by the root, making life, dignity, and freedom possible for everyone. That is religion at its best. Our liberal religion is often hard to describe, right? I find myself very often describing what we're not instead of who we are because it's somewhat easier to say, we don't do this and we don't believe in that. Aren't we great? And sometimes in our seal to differentiate ourselves from the institutions and beliefs that we left behind for good reasons, we might give the impression that Unitarian Universalism is this soft, wishy-washy, lightweight, small-r religion. But our fourth principle says ours is a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. To be a UU is to spend a lifetime seeking truth and living in an ethical and principled way. That is a big challenge. There's nothing easy about that. As a matter of fact, Paul Racer tells us that our liberal theology is not for the faint of heart. It points us in the general direction without telling us the specific destination. It's an invitation, not a mandate. It invites us to live with uncertainty and ambiguity, to engage in dialogue, to be open to change, and to take commitment seriously. It asks us to pay attention, to listen deeply, to deal with our messy and beautiful human realities. My path to ministry has certainly not been a straight line. There's nothing straight about me, actually. And I am so grateful for the detours that have brought me here to this place, to this very moment among you beautiful people. And as I continue to grow in my ministry, I think back to that 16-year-old girl, to that first day when I began on my journey as an immigrant, That girl who arrived in a strange land, not knowing the language, trying to fit in and at the same time, hoping to be seen and heard and welcomed along with my grandmother and my mother and all our rich cultural traditions and ways of being. My ministry has been shaped and enriched by my life experience, my passion for social justice, and an intentional multicultural lens. Building relationships across cultures is at the heart of my ministry. My ministerial formation serves as a strong foundation for shared ministry that is compassionate, resilient, prophetic, collective. As I continue to learn and grow, I pray that my light may join yours so that we may shine bright as together we strive to bring more justice, more compassion, and love to our hurting world. Beloveds, we know that religion like life can be messy and imperfect. Indeed it is. Whether you consider yourself a lifelong UU, UU UU-adjacent, or still not sure what uuism even is, What I can say for sure is that Unitarian Universalism has offered me a space to tell my story, to listen to other stories, to be part of this quilt showing the stitches on the outside. I know that I am not alone in this experience. For all the times this religion comes up a little bit short of that welcoming table more often than not, it has saved lives, including my own. It's been a source of active hope and of love for me and my family. This religion is stitched together like a quilt. All kinds of different patterns, colors, and with visible stitching on the outside that lets everyone know that we center deeds, not creeds, and that we show up when we are called to be on the side of love. That we believe in and practice interconnectedness, and that we are beautifully imperfect and willing to learn. Willing to listen, to bless, to heal, to forgive again and again. I believe that we can change ourselves and the world when we are open to listening and learning across cultures and religious traditions. I believe that revelation is ongoing and that we together can give new shape and meaning to the words, religion, faith, and love. I believe that we are all hungry for the kind of religious freedom that Unitarian Universalism offers our hurting world and ourselves, an imperfect, messy, liberal religion that is the extension of our beautiful human condition. It offers us a lens of compassion. It offers us a path of compassion and love towards justice. We may not wear distinctive garments or use the same language, but we are united and strengthened by the common thread of love expressed through our daily lived experiences. We are imperfect, and yet we are committed to transformation. We are Unitarian Universalists, Catholics, Buddhists, Muslims, Sikhs, humanists, atheists, agnostics, pagans, and more or less or none or all of the above. And we are part of a great quilt, a huge arpillera of prophetic voices, of courageous people on a shared journey. And our common thread is love. Beloveds, may love be our religion with a capital R. Always. Blessed be. Ashe and Amen.